Hi there, it's your girl Brittany, and you are listening to Finding Love in Purpose podcast, better known as Flip. In this podcast, ladies, we are changing anthems and embracing this new freedom that there's always a better side to life. You just have to flip it. Flip it. Flip it. Welcome to Finding Love and Purpose, also known as Flip. I am your host, Brittany Brooks. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Flip. Now, this is a safe space for your healing heart to find inspiration, hope, encouragement, and faith on how to begin again with God, especially after experiencing a loss. Now, let me expound upon this. You know, loss is not subject to one specific area. Loss is defined as the process of losing someone or something. So whether you lost a loved one, a relationship, you know, a long-term friendship, an investment, a marriage, a vision, or even your identity, all losses can leave a lasting impact. However, comma, you know, the loss does not have to end at brokenness. You don't have to put a period behind your pain, but by adding a semicolon to your heart, you recognize that God is not done with your story. So let's get right into it, family. Welcome back. It's been a long, and I mean long minute, since the last time we spoke and shared heart to heart. Now, let me just tell you how long it's been. I'm pretty sure some of y'all have met the love of your life by now. That's just how long it's been, right? You've walked into new careers. You've changed your last name and got married. You started your own business, celebrated new arrivals, received your degree, or even better, you got your dream home. If that's you, congratulations. I am, and I know that your Flip family is excited for you. And we celebrate all wins here, including the ones we don't normally label as wins. For instance, for those who are still waiting on the promise of God, don't be discouraged or feel like God has forgotten you. Know that it's already here. It's already done. It's just that what has already taken place in the spiritual has to manifest in the natural realm. And as someone told me, when the promise has not yet come, there are some things that God still wants to develop within you. And God is not finished with the process. He desires to build you even the more. But it doesn't mean that God has forgotten you. So I want you to know that you don't have to look at it that way. To look at life as if you missed it. Or look at life as if you're behind. Or that you've lost time. But let's cast down those false imaginations. You know, a lot of times we can, you know, get caught up in measuring blessings by what is tangible and what can be seen. For instance, you know, some may have been through some heavy trials these last few months where it felt like you would never get out of it, yet alone live through it to tell the story. But guess what? You're here. That's a blessing. For those of you that had to hold it all together by yourself, you know, from late nights to crying in secret, even when everything seemed broken around you, but somehow God shifted the matter in your favor. That's a blessing. And for you to pick yourself back up and muster up enough faith to say, you know what? I will make it. That's a blessing. Your faith has brought you here. And I celebrate you today. And no, this is not the topic of the hour. You know how we do it here. Wherever God leads us, that's where we will go. 
But this is a great segue to the big question I was getting quite often, and that was, so where you been, Britt? <laughs> Where'd you go, Britt? <laughs> like you were here one minute and the next minute you were gone. And you're right. That's exactly what happened. I, I took a pause. What I thought would be just a few weeks of a pause turned into seven months of silence and solitude. And to give you some backstory, um, everything seemed to be going well. I was creating content, you know, coming out with episodes, working on new books, writing blogs. And then I was met with a void. And in that void, I did not have the drive or the motivation or even the will to create anymore. And so in that moment, I prayed to God to just help me, help me to understand what was going on because I could not put a name to this feeling. So I asked him to send me guidance, reveal it to me and even give insight to the people he trusts the most to see what was going on. And so in that moment, I also prayed to God for a midwife. And reason being, I didn't want the purpose or the vision that God had given to me years ago to now just die. And so I prayed this prayer in June of last year. And at that time, I couldn't even identify what was the problem, yet alone what was the underlying root of what was going on until one day God had showed me that I was experiencing a form of spiritual postpartum. Now, for those that are not familiar with the term, postpartum means the time after childbirth. You will hear most mothers would experience postpartum after giving birth, you know, where they would have feelings of sadness or intense um, emptiness. And I pose this question to you. Have you ever experienced postpartum after purpose or a vision after you've birthed? that purpose out have you ever experienced feelings of emptiness and in the place of feeling sad after you have poured out the gift that God had placed inside you and so I knew God had my next right I knew that God had the next but my head was in the now now didn't feel too good now was confused it was lonely it was empty and it was losing faith and my now was mentally drained and so God had sent me midwives to nurture me back to a healthy purpose so that I could be ready for God's next and so in July, he connected me to a dynamic coach to steer me back to his mission, to steer me back to the why. And in each session, uh, God allowed her to show me the why behind the purpose and to not look through the lens of my own why or my own will, right? And shortly after, God also connected me to a new church home and family. And there I began to grow, growing in the word, growing in faith growing in my relationship with God on a deeper level. And I've been in church all my life, y'all. But the growth and the development that I experienced in this house leveled up my faith and leveled up my relationship with God. And I can honestly say, you know, my wings were repaired in this house because they were broken. They were broken and I was unable to, to fully soar and what God had for me. So looking back, I am thankful for the midwives. I'm grateful for my pastors. I'm grateful for my coach. I'm thankful because I see how God rebranded me for his purpose. And so when I say God rebranded me, a few things come to light. You know, for one, God was intentional about it. Before I could identify what was really happening to me, I thought, you know, maybe I need a coach, right? Let me go get a coach <laughs> to help redirect myself, redirect Flip and anything between. And because I wanted more, I saw more for the Flip brand. Uh, I saw more for the podcast. I saw more for the blogging and the books. 
But I didn't know how it could happen. I didn't know how I could get there. And so divinely enough, I ran across my coach's page on Instagram and I heard God say, choose her, choose her. And although I didn't know her personally, I heard him say, choose her. And we had our discovery call. And after our call, I was like, this is going to be awesome. Like, I'm going to be learning about blogging, how to increase my visuals and visibility when it comes to blogs and learning about SEO and Google Analytics. But what I did not expect from this session was a new revelation and understanding. There was one session in particular, um, actually, I'm just going to put a plug out there in my first assignment <laughs> where I had to do a client avatar. And basically, I had to visualize the audience. You know, who am I writing to? What do they look like? Uh, what are they going through? What are questions they may be searching for but cannot find the answers to? And so I had to come up with a 50 to 100 questionnaire of what my reader could be asking and seeking. And after that assignment, I had to do a journal prompt. And the prompt was, what is your industry? And why do you feel a strong need to take a stand in that industry? And I remember freezing up on the prompt. <laughs> no lie. I froze up and I was like, this does not happen to me. You know, I write for a living. It's my career. I write for others. So why am I freezing up on myself? Secondly, I felt like, you know, because I can relate to many things on so many levels, I couldn't just narrow it down to a relationship blogger or a singleness blogger or a grief blogger or a business blogger i remember contacting my coach and saying something like girl <laughs> girl i am stuck <laughs> and she said "Brittany, this is what i want you to do take a moment go to the father and ask him to reveal what he wants you to focus on and the holy spirit is going to show you the why and so I remember talking to God in that moment and asked God to show me the why. And the why was immediately revealed, y'all. I picked up that pen and I began to write. And as I was writing away, one thing um, that stood out to me the most, or one thing that I wrote was how I felt the tug from God to go forth and to be that brave new voice. The voice that understands where people are, where they've been, but also the voice that will show people how to be an overcomer. And then I began to ask God to show me who are these people. And he showed me that these people are those who feel forgotten after the loss. The people who put periods after the loss and after the defeat. I want you to show them how to begin again after the loss, Brittany. And so no matter the type of loss you've experienced, you can begin again with God. And it was in that sitting with God that he took me to the initial why of the purpose. You know, sometimes we can get caught up, you know, with the trends. We can get caught up with the pressures. We can get caught up with trying to, you know, please the eye and what may seem popular or could gain the most likes and shares. And we lose sight of why God gave us the vision in the first place. And so we create under pressure instead of creating in his presence. And so that's what I was doing. I was creating under pressure and not creating in his presence. And God showed me, you know, what I created initially. It was, it was good for that season, right? But there's more, Brittany. There are cries that are not being heard. There are people that are lost and need to know that God has never left them. And when God wants more out of it, that's when he'll signal for a pause. And that pause means if you're not leading me, God, I'm not going to follow anyone else. If you're not in this thing, show me where you are in it 
and that's where I will go. And so it was in that divine disruption, even going back to the spiritual postpartum, my spirit was telling me that this was not it, girl. Girl, this is ain't, it's not it. <laughs> the reason why I felt unsettled and unfulfilled was because I was pouring in places that did not line up to his why and his will. And so he had to get my attention. And he was like, you know what, Britt, let's take a pause. Let me reveal to you what I really want. Let me rebrand Flip. Let me show you what I really desire out of Flip. Let me show you my plan and my will for this thing. And so from that moment, I also learned that God didn't just connect me with my coach to just, you know, strictly rebrand my blogs and business, but he wanted to rebrand me as a vessel to fulfill his greater purpose. And what was happening in the natural was also a reflection of what God was doing in the spiritual. And I realized in those months that I was pouring from empty places, I realized, you know, why I was pouring from those places, which explained the exhaustion, which, which explained, you know, the sadness and the unfulfillment. But when you allow God to rebrand you, come on now, you're allowing him to do five things. Now, I want you to take note of this. The first thing is you're allowing God to refine the heart. Anything that's in the heart that doesn't belong, allow God to refine it. The next thing he does is he restores what was broken. That's just good right there. The next thing he does is he renews the mind. The fourth thing he does is he replenishes the soul. And lastly, he reestablishes the vision. So rebranding is the process of changing an image. It's the creation of a new look and feel. No longer will I pour, you know, from emptiness, but wholeness. No longer will I carry the spirit of heaviness, but allow God to dress me with the new garments of praise and joy. No longer will I operate in fear, but I will operate in full faith. And so rebranding is the process. And for seven months, I went through the process of being isolated being quiet, being developed in the dark, as my pastor would say. And I gleaned to what God wanted. I wanted to do it his way. So he rebranded me from the inside out, starting with my heart. God rebranded my heart. So what had hurt me in my past no longer will hurt me again. I forgave and I let it go. The next thing he did was he rebranded my mind. I'm a new creature. Old things have passed away. So that means the past, the battles, the anxieties, the fears, the comparisons, all those old things have passed away. And behold, God has made me something new. And the next thing he did was he rebranded my spirit. He renewed the right spirit in me so that I will walk in his righteousness so I could walk in obedience to his word. And I told God this. I said, God, I cannot fulfill this vision, this vision that you have given to me. I cannot fulfill it without your spirit on this thing. So put your spirit on this vision. Put your spirit on flip, which leads me to this point. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. And how do I know that? Because I'm standing behind this mic as a living testimony. So I ask God to do these things, to rebrand my heart, take out any residue, take out anything that does not belong to you, God, that, that, does, not, that does not align to your will. How about that, right? And I want you to rebrand my heart, rebrand my mind, rebrand, take out those old things, those, those old mindset and give me something new. 
And then the next thing, rebrand my spirit. I can't do this thing without you, God. And so a week before New Year's Eve, someone asked me if I had any New Year resolutions or goals. And I said, no, no, girl. (laughs) I said, no. But every year I ask God to reveal what my word for the year will be. Um, So, for example, 2020 was resiliency. uh, 2021 was upgrade. And the word he gave me for 2022 is emerge. And if this is befitting for you, by all means, I want you to use it. But emerge means to come into view, to become visible, to rise up. So you may have suffered losses and have been brutally wounded, but you shall emerge out of the dust of your pain. Emerge means you may have grieved and grown losses, but you shall love and laugh again. You will emerge in love. You will emerge into a season of redemption and restoration. And I like how Isaiah 14 and 24 puts it. It says, you are born to win. Surely as God has planned, so it will be. And as he has purposed, so it will happen. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but God does. And you will emerge from the ashes. You will emerge from the losses. You will emerge from the hurt. You will emerge from the setbacks. And to emerge from the ashes simply means to be rebuilt and renewed and to return as new after being destroyed. You will be fully restored. How about that? And you will be reestablished and you will run with the vision and the Lord will use you mightily and you will soar. And so to fully embrace this word, family, um, to fully embrace the vision of emerging and soaring, I had to do an exchange. I had to put in some work. And so I had to launch into the deep and seek the face of God. And I went into fasting and consecration for about 30 days. And I started it January 9th. And I was on the Daniel fast. So I had no meat, no sugars, no bread, no wings, no burgers. Y'all get the point. No pizza, like all that stuff. I could not eat it. But I, 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 I programmed myself, you know, to follow the fast And so what I did was I ate fruits, um, vegetables, and I drank water and also made homemade juices because I have the juicer. So I limited my social. I limited my TV. I didn't watch TV for 30 days, y'all. Things that were not going to edify me during the seek. I did not want it to taint my seek. And so what I can tell you is God is strategic when it comes to vision. And I wanted this fast to be intentional. So a week prior to starting the fast, which was like the first week of January, I prayed and I asked God to show me how to approach this fast and consecration. You know, what is it that you want me to fast about God? What is it that you want to pour inside of me? And so the first week was all about sanctification, giving God a new yes, um, to be fully committed to that yes, as well as the process of purification. So I wanted God to purify my heart, to purify my mind, my spirit, as well as my body. And so the second week was what I needed to emerge from. Now, what are the things that may be holding me back? Anything from the comparison to fears, to anxieties, to disappointments, to discouragements, to even weight. I wanted those to be removed. I wanted to emerge from those things and to be fully healed, never looking back at what caused me the hurt in the first place. The third week was what God wanted me to emerge in. And that consisted of the fruit of the spirit. And so I... I, I really, really focused on love, joy, peace, 
kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, goodness, and patience. And so each day of the week, I focused on one fruit and prayed and meditated on that fruit. I also focused on wearing the full armor of God and not taking that armor off. You know, understanding what each piece meant as well as what it carries because I'm going to merge into the things of God. I need to be fully equipped in every season. And so that was very important to me. And then in the final week was what God wanted me to emerge to. And so I remember my pastor uh, reminding us, you know, to do something. And it's funny how God works because, you know, God is very strategic, you know, and he confirms his word. And so he truly confirmed it through my pastor. And so our, our church also went on a consecration during this time. And so I was getting double the devotion and word as well as double the poor as well. But during the consecration, she told us to pull out the prophecies that God has given um, to you years ago and start praying into them. And so the final week, that's what I did. I gathered the prophecies, um, whether they were on video, whether they were written in a journal or engraved in my heart. And I prayed into them. I replayed them. I spoke with authority over them. And along with that, for each day, I wrote out what I wanted God to emerge me to. So whether it was emerge me, God, into the vision, you know, emerge me, God, to the gifts or to the new oil or to the new dimensions or the new destiny. I even asked God, I wanted a keen sensory. You know, I want to be so in tune that I can clearly hear him and so forth. So during those 30 days, it was so impactful. And God finalized the rebranding process. And I can truly say that I am ready to emerge um, into what God has for me. I can see that in these seven months, God rebranded me for a greater purpose. And I'm so thankful that I did not rush the process. Can I just stop right there, you know, about rushing the process? And I'm going to be honest with you. We're keeping it hot, right? We're keeping it honest, open, and transparent. I recorded this podcast um, back in January, right? I had a podcast that was recorded, something similar to the topic. And I recorded it like a couple of days into January. And I was ready to hit the send button and ready to publish it. And then all these things started happening. Um, things were trickling down uh, where the point where I had to put everything on pause because I had a plan y'all my plan was to launch the brand to launch everything like everyone does in January you know with this new brand with this new look uh, with this new sound and I was ready the first week of January and everything just was just like a no um, and so I, I took it as God was not done with me um, this is before the fast even happened. I recorded it, right? And so as I'm going through this fast, as God is pouring and downloading things into me, he was showing me that he was not done with the rebranding process. And had I went ahead and published the podcast, right? Uh, had I uh, went ahead and published, you know, everything that I was working hard on, um, the whole process that I was learning, you know, with my coach, had I done and went, you know, above what God said, it will be null and void. 
And so I'm so grateful that I did not rush the process, that I allow God to do the finished work within me. And, you know, because sometimes we can feel like, you know, if I give this up, God, I will lose out on the followers. I will lose out on being relevant and so forth. But even in my absence, even in my waiting, I'm feeling this right now. Even in my waiting, I did not miss a beat. I did not miss out. And those that, you know, have left, because there were some people that unfollowed, you know, there's some people that left during the rebranding process, but they were meant to go. They were meant to not be there, right? And so I encourage you, I encourage you right now, you know, and I pray this for you that if God is allowing you to, to make a pause, do it. You know, because that is his process. So my prayer for you is that you allow God to rebrand you into what he has called you to be. And if he requires you to go on a deeper seek, if he requires you to lay before him for a certain amount of time, if he requires you to put a pause on the vision, whatever he requires you to do, do it. And as you do that, he's going to give you the strategy. He's going to give you a new sound. He's going to give you a new brand, a new look, a new wardrobe. He's going to give you a new joy and a new peace. And you won't be creating out of pressure this time, right? You're going to be creating in his presence. And so that's the thing that I pray, you know, for you, that God will reveal his greater plan and his greater work for you. And do not... Do not feel during this process that you're missing out. I want to I wanna say this one last time and reiterate this. Do not feel like you're missing out. What is for you will be there. And when you come back, it will be there. And if it's not there, that's okay because it was not meant in God's will. And so I want to encourage you, you know, as you allow God to rebrand you, know that he's got you. And what is lost, he's going to add double, right? He's going to add more than enough. And it will look like you never lost in the first place, right? And so with that, family, that is my time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and just for hearing my heart, for understanding the process of rebranding and what God is doing, not just for me, but also for yourself. And so I pray that God will continue to add his blessings and add his favor upon you and that you will continue to strive in God's greatness, love and blessings to you.